0: This Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by the Exitel NBN deal. Get Exitel NBN for 18 months and pay zero activation. Visit exitel.com.au or phone 13 39 38. Tease the C supply. The
1: Triple M Rush Hour. Tonight, two NRL stars to try out for the NFL will get the latest. Ryan Girdler is here as the Kangaroos dominate the Kiwis. Another twist in the bizarre relationship between the South African cricket team and the Australian media. Reaction to the mass culling of the Australian Test cricket team. And a commentary great calls it a day. Welcome to the Rush Hour. Ah, uh, hello Sydney, hello Gerds. Hello Dan. Well, we're going to make this all about the storms that we're going to hit. But thankfully, the, as you heard Sash say there... Storm warning has been cancelled. Yeah, it's it's been a weird day, Dan, hasn't it? Sorry. Well, have a look. Well, apparently there's been hail in some parts. But if you want to do your best, Tim Bailey. Yeah. Uh, well, here you go. Here's the radar. Can yeah. you Give us a. Oh
2: yeah, I'll give you some, Dan. It's uh, so <laughs> there's some there's some you know purple bits and some blue bits <laughs> and a couple of orange bits and some yellow ones. Other than that, I don't know what. If
1: you're in the north of Sydney, so uh, sort of Richmond, northwest through Avalon and Terry Hills, there's some storm activity going through there. If you're south of Penrith and Pimble. You're going to be okay. Yeah, Is that good? Yeah. <laughs> now, are you going to be? I know you've had a very help. arduous. Weekend. Oh, it's been crazy. You've again. just told me crazy. your new cafe. Mm. Things have, you know, went wrong. Not with the, the service was great, but there was a. a, a There's always bugs a Technical issue.
2: Oh, we had the point. The, the, the so the whole point of sale, uh, which is obviously the service, the iPad system today when the, the restaurant F-Post. was full. Not the FPOS, they're okay, or they went down a little bit this afternoon, but basically where the, the service team take the order and then the process that goes through to the chefs and the baristas and those sorts of things. Okay. Well, in the middle of lunch trade today, Dan, at 12 o'clock with a full restaurant, they just shut down for an hour. Sorry, I don't mean to laugh. I'm just oh, laughing at the scenario. I was the actually there. It, w- it wasn't funny. You know, the guy that uh, sold me the uh, POS system certainly didn't think it was funny <laughs> after I got off the phone. But look, there at the moment, Dan. I I've mean, never heard of bait. Oh, there, there was a big blow up today. It was a, it, they did it last time to me as well and they got another one. But look, uh, you know, that's, that's just all part of the that's part of the game and uh, we're four days in and there's technical issues and unfortunately most of the things that go wrong because you spend so much time putting the all these things together the operation and so forth getting your staff ready and the products and all that sort of it there's certain things you can't control and you name two of them the point of sale that's tech, technology Dan and it's not a friend of mine and um, and also <laughs> F. Parson and the banking merchant facilities that tend to go down every now and again so, as well. Uh,
1: so thanks good. for letting me tell get everyone. It out there. Tell everyone what you did as, as the great boss that you are.
2: Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I um I I just had to comp the whole hour. So everyone that had eaten <laughs> already, um I I didn't know what they'd had and I didn't know what they'd ordered. And um, I couldn't very well ask him what it was about. So for that whole hour, free I just lunch. Had be
1: free lunch for everyone. Okay. Everyone, if it goes everyone. down again, yes. get the word out on Twitter because <laughs> you'll get a free feed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, but I'll be chasing that money off someone else then. do okay. that.
1: Uh, and that Don't is, worry. we'll give you a plug. more. I've looked at the pictures. At it's magnificent. All. Yeah, thank you, Dan. How yes, much free really publicity well. have you got from Triple M, by the way? The Grill Team, this show, the Saturday show. Yeah, just an absolute shitload. <laughs> Sorry, Dan, but a lot. It's <laughs> this great. is the uh, rush hour here on Triple M. Now, reports today Jason Tamalolo and Valentine Holmes are going to do a training session with the NFL teams. Yeah. Okay, we'll find out what the latest is there. It is the rush hour. We'll get your thoughts on the Four Nations final as well. Rush hour, Triple M. There we
0: go. Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by the Exitel NBN deal. Get Exitel NBN for 18 months and pay zero activation. Visit exitel.com.au or phone thirteen thirty nine thirty eight. 39 38. Teas apply.
3: The Triple M Rush Hour.
1: Triple M, this is the Rush Hour. New sponsor, Exitel NBN. Nice to have you guys yeah. on board with goods. And Exitel. Come on, do you need a coffee to get through the next hour? No, oh, no. no. you've had oh, a big week.
2: Let's have a coffee, Dan.
1: Yeah, all let's right. have one. All right, yeah.
2: let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need coffee. Rudy's on the on the phone. Well, isn't
1: we, he? well, we got to introduce why Rudy okay. is on the phone. What about this story emerging today? Jason Talalolo and Valentine Holmes are going to try out for the NFL. When? Well, now. Now they're flying straight to America. What? Tom Burgess style. Remember how Tom Burgess, I think last year or the year before, just went to the New York Giants to have a tryout? They're going to try out, Dan, or they're just going to go over and do some training techniques to well, bring back some... Well, let's. Well, that seems like the convenient public response. Oh. Well, let's find out. Brent Roode from the Australian n triple m is on the line. Hello, Reedy. Hello, boys. So what's doing?
4: Yeah, look, I think it's more what Gerds is saying, particularly with Valentine Holmes, because if you remember Tommy Burgess, he went to about four or five clubs last year. Look, these guys, as far as I know, Jason Tomolato he's going for one day's testing and he's going to Hawaii for holidays. So yeah. he's not doing a tour of five or six clubs. Right. He's going to do one day testing. Valentine Holmes is going to do the same thing. And both these guys have got a year, a year mm. left in their current deals. And they've gone with the permission of their clubs because they've assured the clubs they'll come back. So it's not as if these guys are going to go and trial, get off the contract straight away and okay. leave. Mm. And, and yeah.
1: I think- but why would they do it?
4: Well, it's a bit like Tom Burgess. To open your eyes to what they're doing in the NFL and get a, get a feel for. I guess. Oh, look, I think with Jason Tomolalo, I think there's mm. a genuine interest there. Mm. I don't know with Valentine Holmes. I don't think Valentine Holmes has got. I've never heard it, Valentine Holmes talk about the NFL, yep. and I don't think he suits the NFL. I don't think he's got the body. I don't think he's big enough, quite frankly. And, that, the NFL.
2: and that's it, isn't it, really? I mean, you know, Jared went over there and it was a successful stint you would have to save to even make uh, the roster. But the longevity and, you know, the amount of effort and time and I don't know, he's a freak athlete, Jared Hayne. And these two guys, you would think if they're going over there to try and make a career in the NFL... Um, Gee, i tell you what? what, it, it's, yeah. it's a big ass.
1: So the thing was going, Broody... Mm. I
4: was going to say, you've got to think about the money, too. I mean, there's talk that to Tom O'Leary might get a million dollars a year when he comes off contracts in, the, in a year's time. Now, he's not getting anywhere near that in the NFL no. because he's going to be a development player. And Valentine's the same. He like Valentine, as I said, I think he's less chance than Jason cracking in the NFL yeah. he's not going anywhere near the sort of money he will get in the open market in a year's time
1: in the NRL alright so Buridi says nothing to worry about it all sounds legitimate but my only question is why would NFL teams bother if, if the players why are they going to help out an NRL player what's in it for them and we heard all this from Jared Hayne. Remember, he went to Seattle, and yep. oh no, I just went for a fact-finding mission, and then all of a sudden, bang, he went. So that's mm. there's the, the mild skepticism. But you've declared them gone, Dan. No, you've just declared I, them no, gone. No, come on, Rudy. I <laughs> I just said just you know a little asterisk. Hey, listen, talking
4: about coffee. I went to goods Coffee Shop last this week. Yeah, charged it's... me double. I got charged
2: double. Oh, what was going on there? I wasn't there, Rudy. Sorry, it would have charged <laughs> a triple.
4: Rudy, I'd work on that
2: laugh if I was
4: you. What's, What's going there? on? Sounds well, like it. I've been very relaxed again. I'm in holiday, <laughs> mate You sound
1: like Muttley <laughs> Thanks, Reedy See you, Reedy. Thanks, boys Beautiful Cheers. Brent Red joining us on trip Okay, so let's Yeah, Let's not make a big deal that. of it There's I, nothing in it I, I don't know why an NFL club Would take them
2: on But eh. I think the Jared Hayne experiment Probably did You know Who, who helped out The NRL in, in relation to the fact That I don't think NFL clubs would now chase NRL players would you did you see anything in that experiment like you get one of the best that's playing our game at the moment that goes over there eh really Mm. I don't know I don't don't think you take on a guy
1: during the trial period where nothing nothing's at stake sell a lot of jerseys and then uh, cut them loose where does Tom Malolo play like
2: I don't know the game like you do Dan where where do they throw a goal like that (sighs) tight end
1: is he fast enough yeah probably Okay. Maybe a, a linebacker, a, a offensive or defensive lineman. Although no, he's probably not big enough for those positions. Look, he's probably the one. If anyone could make it, he's probably the one in the yeah. NRL. But anyway, anyway, let's let's not. We've made a big. We've made three minutes out of that, and we don't think it's much of a story. Four nations. Did you watch yeah. the final? Oh,
2: wouldn't have missed it, Dan.
1: Hey, did you go I, to bed at halftime because let me tell you, I considered it very. Uh, yeah.
2: Highly. (laughs) Look, you know what, I I wasn't, usually when the the two teams play in a big tournament like that in a final, I'm a bit nervous, Dan. I was so confident going into that game. I just didn't think New Zealand were a chance to be honest. I had a, a couple of Good, uh, you know, discussions with some um, some Kiwis that came into the cafe on uh, on Sunday. Yep. And it and they were like, oh, and I said, guys, it's not even a contest. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't think going into the game that Australia had got out of second gear, Dan. I didn't think they'd been pushed at all. And I knew in the final they would leave it all out there, so we would see some things that they hadn't shown in the previously th- previous three games. And they did. They played some footy, and as soon as they opened up, that was it.
1: It was all over after
2: two minutes, wasn't it? Yeah. Once Fergus was at Ferguson went there.
1: over un, untouched yeah. off a of scrum, with thought, oh, well, th- th- this is over. It, you know what?
2: The, the the funny thing was, the Kiwi forwards, I thought had a dig early, you know, and started making some inroads, but they just didn't have the execution. The back end of their sets were poor. Their outside five were just making errors, and yeah. you can't do that. I think they completed under 50% for the game. You play Australia, you get beat by 30, and that's what happened.
1: All right, so uh, that was a, a very comfortable win for... And we're back to number one. Back to number Number one. That that feels good. We're the Andy Murray of Rugby League. (laughs) Oh, please. This is the Rush Hour. Well, he's number one in the world. He he solidified that overnight. Mm. Mm. Rush Hour on Triple M.
0: This Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by the Exetel NBN deal. Get Exetel NBN for eighteen months and pay zero activation. Visit Exetel.com.au or phone 133938. t and apply. The Triple
1: M Rush Hour. Ah, oh, yes, indeed. Rush Hour for Exetel NBN. Get Exetel NBN for eighteen months and pay zero activation. You can visit Exetel.com.au or call them 1339. Thirty-eight, goods and Dan here with the rush hour on a Monday night. Uh, sports update shortly, including the commentary legend. I think we can call him a commentary legend who has called it a day. More on that soon. But first, something to get off the chest. What about this pathetic battle that's going on between South Africa's cricketers and the Australian media? Went up a notch today. If you if you missed the news. A South African team security guard got overzealous with a reporter at Adelaide Airport in full view of cameras. You know, there was this big WWE pay-per-view event on today. Nothing they could script could match this pantomime which is going on between the South Africans and the Australian media. It's become a soap opera, and everyone is the victim. Firstly, the South Africans. They could not be doing more to take the shine ...off their fabulous series win. This incident today... ...is the latest in a string of events... ...that have taken place since Faf Duplessis ...was captured on camera... ...shining a ball... ...seemingly illegally with the help of a mitt. We've had Dale Steyn tweeting with a vengeance... ...from the other side of the world... ...about Australia trying to take away... ...from their series win. When he was told by the Twitterati... ...that the ICC charged Faf... ...and it wasn't Australian cricket... ...Dale walked it back... And then there's Hashimamla. cricket's self-appointed Dalai Lama, speaking in soft tones and preaching peace and harmony, all behind a veil of convenient ignorance. His team has been caught, so the best defence is to play the martyr. Secondly, the media. That TV reporter in Adelaide, he knew what he was doing. He knew Duplessis wasn't going to say anything. So what did he do? He got in Duplessis' face so he could get, quote-unquote, good vision. What he wanted was to have Duplessis, on camera, look like one of those shonky fridge repairers on a current affair, effectively admitting his guilt with his silence. No one deserves to be pushed around, but this reporter put himself in a position where being harassed became a possibility. Don't feel sorry for him. Today's events, as pathetic as they were They will just neatly add to the narrative of both sides For the South Africans, it's this narrative that Australia and the Australian media Will do anything to take down their achievement of a a thumping series win For the media, they now have enough fuel To continue the ugly South African rap for another few days Well, here are the facts Did Fafdu Plessis deliberately use a mint to shine the ball? Probably He's been charged before, and retweeting England keeper Matt Pryor's assertion that everybody does it was not a good look. Can Hashim Amla take the moral high ground and claim ignorance? Please. This man has been playing international cricket for 12 years. By now, he's heard of lolly saliva being used to shine the ball. But did a minted ball make any difference to the result? Of course not. Is there a single person in Australia that thinks a minted ball made any difference? No, none, zero. When a team is bowled out in just over a session, which was the latest in a string of collapses, there isn't enough time for a minted ball to have an impact. But the thing about all of this is none of it is necessary. Look at the Australian situation. It's in its biggest mess for 30 years. All the South Africans had to do was keep their mouths shut, let the media feast on that carcass. For a team that's had all this success over the last decade, it's like they don't know how to react to victory. Their mock outrage over the last few days has only prolonged all of this. This is the Rush Hour Sports Update next, uh, but right now, let's do this.
0: Now on the Rush Hour, when coaches attack. (laughs) NFL coach Mike Ditka. What do you want to know? Come on. Or I'm going to go
4: in now. So if you don't. What? doesn't matter which one run. There'll be a quarterback that'll be named next week that'll be the starter. There's three quarterbacks on this football team. Whichever one starts, starts. Whichever one's don't, will back him up. Period. Cut and drive. It's nobody's concern but ours. Nobody's. Next. Injuries from the game. Talk to the trainer. Next. All right, Mike, why are you in such a bad mood? What do you care? Good. Okay. If you were two and seven. You'd be in a
1: bad mood too. <laughs> Mike, Dicker there now. Uh, if you're trying to get across the harbour bridge, yes, there have been significant delays, but apparently all lanes are reopened after that man tried to climb the southern pylon just after five o'clock. Yeah. So he it's going to get the tour group. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just going to get back to normal. You circuit. need a harness. What a silly... Climate by all means. Don't do it in peak hour. No, exactly. <laughs> Rush not. hour,
0: Triple M. This Triple M Rush hour podcast brought to you by the Exitel NBN deal. Get Exitel NBN for 18 months and pay zero activation. Visit Exitel.com.au or phone 13 39 38. Teaser apply.
3: The Triple M Rush hour.
1: Rush hour. Gerds and Dan on a Monday night. Uh, we have a development, and uh, thank you for all those comments about the editorial, but um, <laughs> South Africa have actually put out a statement in the last. Ten minutes or so uh, about this incident at Adelaide Airport, where the reporter went up to a, um, a plus C. Uh It's it's a long one. I can't read it all. I'll just read some of it. Despite our best intentions to w- cooperate with the Australian media, Channel Nine News behaviour has been disappointing. We have advised our media of our media protocol, which has been blatantly ignored both at the team's hotel on Friday and Saturday and again at the uh, airport in Adelaide today. This is the third incident of a reporter aggressively harassing our players with blatant disrespect of the above mentioned media protocol. The reporter at the airport disrespected us and continued to harass FAF for comment. Uh, the reporter, in, in inverted commas, just to add a little bit of spice to the statement, was also in the unusual position of being in the middle of the player's walkway to the bus. He was advised to move three times and did not heed, adhere to the request. The reporter, again inverted commas, who had no official accreditation, well, it's Adelaide Airport, you don't need official accreditation, then proceeded to lunge towards FAF with an unhoved object, Causing a direct breach of security protocol. Was that a microphone? It's a microphone. Guys. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> an unknown object. The bike put himself in harm's way. Yes. But a microphone is not an unknown object. No, and, it's not. So right. they, they just, mm. it just
0: continues. It continues. This week, the Rinai B26 continuous flow hot water system on sale for $799. Half price. Visit abltilecenter.com.au. Right now, this, this is the Triple M Rush Hour. My
1: sports update. Uh, speaking of in Duplessis, he will be available for the third test, not because he be, he's been cleared of ball tampering, but because the hearing has apparently been postponed until after the series ends. Uh, That's a good time to have it. <laughs> there sh- <laughs> surely can't be any debate now about who is tennis's world number one. Andy Murray comfortably beat Novak Djokovic 6-3, 6-4 in the ATP Tour final in London. Strangely, it's the first time the pair have met since... I was French actually Open. going to say that. It doesn't seem like those two. They, it's like they're always,
2: is it? One and two always get put in separate sides of the drawers? They that will only works?
1: meet in the final yeah, as long okay. as they both make it. Yeah, okay. So there we go. Now um, oh, I found that strange too. Yeah. Nearly six months. The Wallabies are still perfect on their spring tour, albeit doing it the hard way with a 25-23 win over France. The final two tests will surely be their toughest, though. Island next up, they stretched the All Blacks again, well they beat them a couple of weeks ago this weekend, they lost 21-9, it was 14-9 with about 15 minutes to go, and one of the great commentary careers is about to end Greg Miles will stop calling horse races when his contract runs out in June oh. Miles has been the voice of many of racing's iconic moments over the last couple of decades, including this one
3: Here's Makavi Diva, a nation roars for a hero, she's starting to wind up, 300 left to go now, Makavi Diva's racing up, Envoy's trying to go with her, they've got to the Portland Singer, but Makavi Diva clear with 100 metres to go, excellent runs to second, Olazurn runs on, but a champion
0: becomes a legend,
2: Deva has won it! Yeah, great call, but I mean, gee, it's hard to tell the difference, isn't it? You know, when you flick between the two stations, they're all different callers, but they all sound the same. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, he does the same call for Sky and 2KY and uh, Forward Tab and all well, those that's stations. That, well, that's why they all sound the same. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dad,
2: I've got a little joke for you quickly. It's yeah, yeah. now the time. I had an early gentleman in the cafe today. comes over to me and says, um, you want to hear a joke? I said, sure, mate. You know, I haven't had the best hour. So he said, uh, an elderly gentleman's sitting in a bar. The barman comes over and says, uh, do you know lions can have sex for up to 13 or 14 times in a night? And the old man goes, oh, gee, that's a shame. I just joined the Rotary. (laughs) (laughs) It's
1: an old man's joke, Dan. That was the sports update for (laughs) ABL Thailand Bathroom Centre. This is the Rush Hour on Triple M.
0: Triple M Rush Hour podcast Brought to you by the Exitel NBN deal Get Exitel NBN for 18 months And pay zero activation Visit exitel.com.au Or phone thirteen thirty nine thirty eight. 39 38 Teasuses apply The Triple M Rush
3: Hour
1: Triple M, this is the Rush Hour Getting home on a Monday Gerds and Dan And we do it for Exitel NBN Visit uh, exitel.com.au For 18 months of Exitel NBN And pay zero activation mm. Or you can phone 13 39 38 what do you think, Gerds? I know cricket is not your forte, but what did you think of the very idea that half the Australian cricket team was wiped out in one fell swoop? Oh, look,
2: I, I think there was obviously a couple of guys there, Dan, that had feel pretty hardly done by. I mean, a, a couple of guys that have played one test have now lost their position. I th- look, there had to be change. We're going into a dead rubber. Mm. Uh, is there not a better time to give some guys the opportunity to get some test experience? I think not. Um, I actually thought that Wade was unlucky not to be part of the test side anyway. I I, I like the way that he generally plays cricket. I thought he was always going to replace Haddon. So uh, for mine, uh, you know, I was cool with that. Bird's been on the edge now, so he comes into the side. I think that's a good move. And this Saver, have you seen this Savers bowl? I mean, he's got a classic outswinger, Dan. And and, apparently
1: a pink
2: ball beast. Yes, and playing on his home track. So look, I don't know. I, i got no problem with it. They had to make
1: changes and... Uh, you know, I'm easy with it. You could probably make a case that we saw enough of Joe Many yep. to ascertain that he's probably not test quality. Yeah, not at this Ferguson, point. Ferguson, I think, is incredibly unlucky. Yeah. A batsman, all right. He got run out the first innings. Second yep. innings, all right. He played an awful-looking shot, but... Yeah. Jeez, you're knifing a bloke one test...
2: It's hard to come back into, isn't it? Once once they're sort of done with you, they're looking past. It's, um, yeah, it can make it awfully difficult.
1: He, Brett Lee is going to be part of the Triple M uh, call team when uh, Triple M does the Pakistan series. And he said this on the Sydney Grill term this morning.
3: One word. Wow. Someone like a um, Callum Ferguson played one game and then you know misses out, unfortunately, as the, as the rest of the team has been act. So I think it's a bit of panic station at the moment. There's one name in there, the, the high-performance manager, Pat Howard, I mean, there's going to be a lot of pressure mounting on him. If there's no high performance, there's obviously no job, is there? So yeah. it's un- you know unfortunate that you know there's a lot of uh, scrutiny under Darren Lehman. Yes, he's the coach, and he should take a, a fair bit of brunt as well as as should Stephen Smith. But at the end of the day, it- it's the players out there doing the job and. I mean, if they're not doing the job over a long period of time, yes, then there is need for change. But I just think that these guys haven't really been given their their fair opportunity. You know, someone that springs to mind, Adam Boges, he's played, what, 20 tests at age of 37, which I don't care about age. You know, if you're good enough to play 18 or 37, you should do it. Average is 61. I mean, you can't do much better than that. You know, the the one underlying issue we've got here, it's a day-night test as well, just to make it harder for the batsmen. Mm.
1: That's a very good point. I mean, you you are now blooding. Uh, Renshaw The Queensland opener uh, You're also Maddinson And Hanscom That's three Batsmen Who will play Their first two tests on day, In day mm. night games We know Adelaide They grow the grass To preserve the ball Because the pink ball They're not certain Can stand up to 80 overs oh. on, a, on a On a bare pitch Okay So they grow the grass In the In the uh, Test match last year mm. the scores were New Zealand Australia 202 224 208 7 for 187 So you're going to put them in that environment the three new batsmen and the next test is the Brisbane Day night test now who mm. knows what the hell that ball's going to do in the Brisbane night air they fear what the ball could do it already swings at the Gabba uh, in normal conditions you put a pink ball and and the night night sky yeah so, it's know. a baptism of fire for those three new batsmen.
2: It always is. Your first test, it's always a baptism of fire. I mean, you, you, there's no easy way into, you know, test representing your country at any level. So, But what about Nathan Lyon? I mean, you know, he's got to find himself pretty fortunate. Well, he's to be only going in around.
1: because O'Keefe's injured. Yeah. It would have been seven changes. Mm. It's an unbelievable Has cult. he... he well, how many balls since his, his last wicket, Nathan Lyon? It was 540... Mm. Until and I don't think he bowled. Yeah, five hundred ninety overs without a wicket.
2: Yeah, how are you going to go with the pink ball? How does how does the pink ball usually spin, Dan?
1: Well, in the Test match in Adelaide, let me get this. This is last year. Uh, he took two for forty-two in the first inning, so yep. that's pretty handy. Okay. In the second innings, one for thirty-six. So you have to have a spinner going into the Test. Well, they might decide to go with four medium quicks. Yeah, and both Bird and Sayers will play. But anyway, there you go. So. Mass changes were called for and mass changes have been produced. This is the rush hour on Triple M. And
0: there we go! This Triple M rush hour podcast brought to you by the Exitel NBN deal. Get Exitel NBN for 18 months and pay zero activation. Visit Exitel.com.au or phone 133938. Teaser sees apply.
3: The Triple M rush hour.
1: Sports update. Uh, in D. Le- news, Elijah Taylor has re signed with the West's Tigers for the next two seasons. Yep. wonder why it took so long. Yeah, I don't know. He's a, uh, yeah, he was a good pickup midway through this year, and I think he'll be good for them. Uh, it's Chelsea's turn at the top of the Premier League table. Liverpool dropping points over the weekend. Uh, Your Gunners. <sighs> yeah, oh, what a great draw oh, against great United. If they win the title by jail. a point, that's where they won the oh, title. Yeah.
2: They won't win the title, Dan, but... Um, <laughs> I, I,
1: well, oh,
2: look, I mean... You and oh, yeah. Sterler, you're worse than Sterling. I have seen a game this year.
1: Well, it wasn't. This one was on SBS. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, someone's got to tell me. Brovering <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> Meantime, the referees were the stars of this weekend's A-League. Most notably, Sydney FC's Ryan Grant appearing to get a second yellow card, but staying on against Brisbane Royal. What? Sydney FC, six points clear of the field after seven rounds. Well, the uh, referee pulled it out, so everyone assumed, oh, that's a yellow for Grant. It yep. was the first one. But apparently because he didn't brandish it. Ah, it's, it's just a warning. Counting. It was a warning. Okay. A, but there's a theory that he saw the video, you know, Suncorp, that big yep. video screen at the end of the ground. He's seen it, the referee and thought, oh. They're making really. the NRL referees
2: look good at the moment, the A stand
1: Not having a good time, but you know it's bad when coaches are defending the other team <laughs> and saying, Yeah, actually, I think the other I coach would be filthy. We've got to go. That was for ABL Thailand Bathroom Center. Ugly Phil next. See you.
0: This Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by the Exetel NBN deal. Get Exitel NBN for 18 months and pay zero activation. Visit exitel.com.au or phone 13 39 38. C The Triple
3: M Rush Hour.